Welcome to the Pet Loss Companion. I'm Ken Dolan Del Vecchio, and I'm here with my friend and co-author Nancy Saxton Lopez. And we also have a special guest on this program today, and we'll get into her introduction in just a couple minutes. But we'd like you to know that this is a program that we do every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. And it is available on YouTube and on Facebook as a live broadcast. Generally, actually today we're recording and <laughs> it is a program that is an opportunity for Nancy and I to take the information that we compiled over years and years, 30 plus years in Nancy's case of facilitating pet loss support groups into a book called The Pet Loss Companion, Healing Advice from Family Therapists Who Lead Pet Loss Groups, and to take that information and experience and deliver it to an even broader audience through the technology that's now available. And what we like very much to do with our program is to hear from you and to have as much of an exchange as we can, given the way that the medium operates. And so if you write to us, we'd like very much to hear your story. And if you are comfortable sharing your story of of your journey of loss and grieving, we would be happy to share it on one of our podcasts in the future. If you would like to just share it with us, you can do that as well, and we'll respond to you. We respond to everybody who writes to us. You can reach me at kenddv at gmail.com, and you can reach Nancy at nsaxtonlopez, that's N-S-A-X-T-O-N-L-O-P-E-Z at csmpc.com. A few other points. You can support our program through a gift over Venmo or through PayPal. The description underneath the broadcast will tell you how to do that. You can also become a monthly subscriber. You can also subscribe on YouTube. And if you are of a mind to do that, we really appreciate it because it helps others to recognize the value of the program because everybody who subscribes raises the program on the list that the mm -hmm. algorithm deploys, that YouTube deploys. So that's something that would be helpful for us and hopefully for others as well. This program is a friend of Dakin Humane Society, which is based in Springfield, Massachusetts. You can learn more about Dakin at D-A-K-I-N-H-U-M-A-N-E dot org. And we'd like you to know that Dakin sponsors a monthly Zoom support group that I facilitate. It is usually on two, the second Tuesday of the month, and it runs from 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. You do not need to be local. You do not need to be in the U.S. in order to participate, and there is no cost. Mm -hmm. So you can see the link for the RSVP. We do like for you to RSVP because it's helpful to know how many people may be attending in any given session. But again, there's no cost and you can join from anywhere in the world. And we've had very interesting conversations from people from many different places. And so I guess that's all right, Nancy, for a yes, start. I think so, except that we have a lovely guest here. We do. Um, and actually, Erica is from, is lives in Germany. She lives yes, in Germany. So. Yeah, I went and had a quick dinner and came right back. Uh, and we can do that easily because there's trains and everything you need. So Okay. So just to say a very little bit about her, and then she's going to tell us a lot more. Erica Messer 
is owner and founder of wolfieswish.com. That's www.wolfieswish, W-O-L-F-I-E-S-W-I-S-H.com. And this is a business that she put together after suffering a loss. And she's going to tell us uh, her story. So Erica, you can just, uh, you can just start telling us where this all started for you. Thanks, Ken. Thanks, Nancy. Um, it's great to be here. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I listened to your podcast when I was grieving and was really searching for, you know, a lot of support here in Germany in English and everything I found was in the United States, but, um, to, to, to back up just a, a little bit, what had happened was, um, my beloved cat and companion, um, Wolfgang, who I adopted during the pandemic, as many people did. Yeah. Um, he was an unwanted kitten with eye herpes. And so there's a very special bond there when you nurse an animal back to health and he got to keep his eye. He still was a little milky eyed, but we loved him anyway. Um, so he, you know, we were with our, we're with our animals all the time during the pandemic. So he, he got out of our apartment and fell. Um, it was a really tragic day, a freak accident. And uh, to say I was devastated is an understatement. I really just was blindsided by this amount of acute pain, grief, trauma, all wrapped into one in a foreign country where I don't know a lot of people and have support. So that's, that's where I was. And I went to the, I knew I needed help. I knew I couldn't handle this. And the the lack of resources that I found that made me feel like, oh, that's what I need was just not there. Mm -hmm. And so through my own recovery, and it, I do call it recovery because sure. that was a very was traumatic good. experience sure. um, to watch and witness this little guy die. Um, I said, you know, I, I know other people go through this and unfortunately things like this happen all the time. Um, I want to be there and put together the resources for the people that go through it when they, you know, they're, it's unexpected. You don't play, you don't, no. you don't know what to do. We're not given manuals with our animals on how to cope with when they're sick or, or they die suddenly. So that's in a nutshell, what, what happened and, and what I've done is, is, you know, I made a, this deck of grieving cards that actually won an award this summer um, at Super Zoo. So I just channel his little, I, I, he's my little guiding guardian angel now, you know, I feel like he's really kind of guiding me to get, to get all these things done and to keep going. So this was all for N. Wolfie's memory, right? Absolutely. And he, and he is, that, that little guy that's on your shoulder helping you every day in your creation. Now, tell us about the cards. I mean, what are they like? Um, so it was my mom, actually, that named the company Wolfie's Wish because I was like, what do we do? What do we call it? And she's she's a co-founder. So um, the cards were something that I made for myself when I couldn't decide what book to get. And I saw your book and I, I said, okay, I got to get that imported here and, you know, I was honestly overwhelmed with all the books there were, and I didn't know how much do I have to read before I know I'm okay. And so oh, I ended up, I ended up just sitting and meditating and lighting candles in honor of him, taking care of myself. Okay, so 
every day I would share with my mom, like practices that I would do that just kind of came out of these times of reflection of writing him a love letter oh, and nice. to record all of the things that I loved about him. Cause he was a wacky cat. I mean, this guy, he just, he could play fetch. He always was surprising me. Um, so that was really therapeutic. And when I shared that with my mom, it was like a couple of days or a couple of weeks. She said, you really, you really should write this down and make the deck of, you know, I wanted an affirmation card deck. And she said, you should really make this. And I said, mom, that's, that's so much work. And I don't know how, and you know, no, I don't want to, <laughs> but, but, but she kept reminding me like, well, if you couldn't find what you needed, then there's other people that can't find what they need. And maybe this will help them. And when I, when I talked to a pet loss counselor, cause it got to that point of, am I cracked? Have I cracked? Mm -hmm. um, she told me, no, Erica, everything you're experiencing and feeling is normal. I mean, I was completely floored. I was sure she was going to tell me I needed to get, you know, some kind of special PTSD treatments or I don't know. I didn't, I didn't expect her to say that. So that was the impetus. That was the day that I decided, okay, I'm going to make this stuff and make this card deck and it's going to be scary and weird and I'm going to figure it out. So it evolved into a 30 card deck. You read one a day, one practice a day, such as writing a love letter. Yeah. Um, and it's tips, tools, and practices to just have something tangible to do every day and knowing that you're working on getting through the grief you're not stuffing it away and these aren't band-aids you know they're they're not going to make you feel better right away and they're not um to cover up anything they're just acknowledging what happened and what was looking at the really good relationship that you had with your animal focusing on the joy and the 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 bond and when you can counteract, for me, in my experience, when I could counteract all the negative, yucky stuff, mm -hmm. the happy, joyful memories and how good my heart felt, um, I seem to come, I seem to kind of balance out. So you channeled your grief into this wonderful deck of cards and it, it it's it's ritualizing it too right so someone every day takes a card and can meditate on it say it be with it and i think that that's so incredibly helpful for people yeah it strikes me in a way that you're doing for a lot of people what your mom did for you <laughs> like she kept telling you like do this thing that you feel will be helpful and keep going and mm -hmm gave you some kind of support and structure for your grief and that your cards really do that for people. That's really wonderful. Actually, it's a wonderful idea. I'm also really, I'm, I'm moved to hear once again, something that we, we go through with people who have this experience that uh, you, you said, you kind of felt like you were losing it. Like you needed, yeah. you were losing your mind. You were, <laughs> and yeah. you go to see a counselor and they say, no, you're not losing your mind. This is normal grief. Yeah. And it just happens to so many people. And it's, it's just such an extraordinary experience of acknowledgement and relief. I would imagine to, to just mm -hmm. know that, that you're, this, you're, you're, this is what happens to human beings. Part of, part of our grief makes us feel so 
so deranged that we really do feel like we've lost our minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really needed that. I needed the answer. Mm-hmm. I I needed to. That's what I reached out to her for. Was basically once I trusted this person that I could say it. Yeah. Am I crazy? Have I lost my mind? Yeah. Um, and she said no. And I still I still can't I still can't believe it. I mean, well, that's now, the be- that's the beauty of the human animal bond, right? Yeah, you can't have a relationship with a human like you can with an animal. No, and no. he was your baby. He was he he gave you such a joy um, over all of that time that you were together, um, and it was a very tragic ending. And so yeah. it was so sudden I know. that it was overwhelming. And we're sorry about Wolfgang. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but it but out of that came this really wonderful, you know, ability to help others. Yeah. Yeah. I like to think of it that way that I, I turned something terrible into, you know, something that can not only helped myself. I mean, selfishly, I made these for, for me, um, but that they are helping other people. And I think that's the best thing we can do under traumatic circumstances is give back. Right. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. I want to ask you, you a question. And that is and because of the circumstances of your loss, and you mentioned that he fell out of a window and you had told us that, and, and my son lives in Germany, as I mentioned, and in Germany, they don't have screens, right. as you mentioned, for whatever reason, it's just culturally no bugs. We don't have and mosquitoes that, or anything. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> well, there are some where my son lives, actually. Okay, cool. <laughs> but, uh, but it was a friend who was visiting who left yeah. the window open, and it so frequently yeah. happens that somebody who is close to us is in some way or other connected to the loss of our animal companion. And I wonder if you can talk about how you navigated that relationship after the loss, because it it sounds like you don't bear any ill will toward that person that you sort of, you understood it in a way that was, that was very, very forgiving and very understanding. Mm-hmm. So could you talk a little bit about sure. that? I'd be happy to. Um, and and thank you for acknowledging that. You know, the strange thing is that that was the easy part of all of this, mm-hmm. because I know that we're human and humans make mistakes. And I know this person that was visiting and was jet lagged and had never been out of the country. And I know how my brain is scrambled when I go back and forth in the U.S. So. Mm-hmm. Um, for her to just ignore, you know, make this mistake. She's a very responsible person. So I was able to just go through what had happened and went, okay, it was a mistake. Um, I can accept what happened and I can forgive her. And Mm -hmm. I feel very lucky that I was able to go to that immediately. Um, I did need some time away. I did need her to, we were planning to actually go to Cologne, ironically, Um, the next day. And I said, I can't, I can't do that right now. Do you, will you go without me? And she said, yeah. And I think she needed that time too. Cause I know she told me she went and lit a candle in the cathedral there for, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, messaged me and I'm crying and she's crying. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's tricky. Um, we do stay in touch. We do mm-hmm. see each other. Mm-hmm. Has our relationship changed? Absolutely. 
Mm -hmm. um, I'm reminded of what happened every time, you know, I speak to her and talk to her. But I think if I can make it helpful for anyone else that has a similar experience is that, you know, I had to look at it as that it's just really practicing acceptance that this could have happened. This could have been me. We actually all had this conversation that she said, so glad it was me and not you or your husband, because you guys would not be able to forgive yourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think she's absolutely right. So, you know, it's really how you look at things that, that, that your perception of what has happened or is happening is everything. And it takes a lot of self-reflection. And I luckily have a lot of practice with that. And um, that's not to say if anybody has uh, an experience and there's a terrible fight, you know, we're we're normal. We're human. That's a normal response. It's like after the fact, how can you clean it up? How can you patch things up? How can you forgive them? How can you navigate this tricky situation, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just both parties being willing to work and be honest is all you need. And it sounds like you've done that. You know, you're... So I tell myself I have, I feel like I have, you know, Mm -hmm. talking about it again, I kind of like think about it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've done the best I could do with what I have and that's what we all can do. Right. Yeah. I I so appreciate you talking about that because I think it's an extremely common circumstance. And it, and again, as you said, if it's not me personally, it might be somebody close to me. We, We were talking before, we started recording about stories where uh, a relative is caring for a pet and the, the dog and the dog runs out of the house and, and gets yeah. hit by a car. And all of the, these things happen, these yeah. things happen. And it's just really important that we practice the kind of reflection and acceptance that you're, that you're describing. And, and it's also interesting to me Erica, that you said that it's now sort of part, the way I interpreted what you said, it's sort of part of that relationship. Like mm-hmm. it's just yeah. sort of part of the the shared story that you have with that person. Yeah. And I, I, how could it be otherwise? Yeah. And, but you still have the, you still have the friendship. You still have the, re- yeah. have the relationship and the connection. Yeah. Um, in fact, she tells me how proud she is that I've, that I've done that I've started Wolfie's Wish. Um, early on, I did a GoFundMe with my friends and family to print the first edition of the cards. And she was nice. right up there to share it, to donate. Um, you know, she's been part of the journey. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that this make this makes the unfortunate incident in her life uh, makes it better for her to see. Right. Right. She has helped, she has helped move this yeah. right forward. She knows how she knows what that bond is like. And so for I think she feels good about it, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that we we're doing the best we can with what happened. And um, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Very nice. So you you've won an award. What, what Tell us about the award. Well, you know, this whole thing has been a whirlwind. It's only been one year. Um, well, actually, it was October 28th, or sorry, 29th, 2021 was when we founded it as an LLC. I just jo- I just jumped in. I said, this is either going to work or it's not. So we got the cards um, 
Then we produced them again. We sold all the first uh, copies, produced them again. And then, um, you know, we were like, how do we tell people about these? How do we get these out there? And let's, let's go do some trade shows. Let's just bring them out to the world. And uh, I'm either, I'm kind of an all or nothing person. So I went all in and also did a Kickstarter. So anyway, ended up going to SuperZoo, North America's largest pet trade show. And we, we entered them into um, this new product category and just said, let's see what happens. And I, I still have the piece of paper in my notebook because I wasn't at the booth. And one of the, the administrators came by and said, I need to leave a note for Erica. And when I came back, I got under the booth and cried my eyes out because it said you won a best new product award. Wow. And I like get emotional now because it's like, I've worked so hard and turned my life upside down and to have that validation of someone saying, this is a good thing you've done. Yeah. <laughs> that was just enough to make me say, okay, I'll keep going. Um, and I, you know, I don't think of it as something that I did. I think of it as something that Wolfgang did and yeah. inspired me to do. So I don't take the credit, um, but it definitely helped with sales. It helped with, you know, getting the word out and meeting lovely people like yourself. Um, so we're on our way. Good. Yeah. Excellent. That's Congratulations. Excellent. Yeah, Congratulations. That's, yeah. It's so, it's so inspiring that mm -hmm. you took your loss experience and made it into something that really is helpful to a lot of people and, yeah. and it's helped and it's been a vehicle for healing for you as well. Absolutely. And and also, it's just been a really fun journey for me to push myself and jumping into something I literally have no idea anything about. I have a music and art background, so uh -huh. to to go into in, this entrepreneurial business endeavor where we're translating it already into other languages is just oh, it's day by day. It's a day by day thing, and every That's day is great. different, and uh, it's actually really fun. And it's all for Wolfie. And it's all for Wolfie, yeah. Yeah. It's such a it's such a great story. To me, it's just such a great story of of turning pain into into something really, really positive. And and I mean you can just see the gratitude that you have. It's so it's so palpable how much gratitude you have for this relationship and and where it's where it's moved you. It's just really it's brilliant to see. Well, that's, that's actually a big part of my life. And that's one of the cards is what they're two sided. And so it says, I will practice gratitude. And on the other side, it says, um, and I might not get this verbatim, but uh, for every negative emotion or thought that comes up, I will counteract it with something I'm grateful for and look at something that's going well. And it could be that, you know, I have my favorite perfume on today. I mean, it can be the smallest thing, but it's that shifting that helped mm -hmm. me get through the dark cloud because I've, mm -hmm. I've suffered from depression. I'm bipolar and I'm medicated, but I still struggle. And mm -hmm. so gratitude is a really big part of keeping me balanced yeah. in yeah. my life. Yeah. 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 And, you know, what, as you're saying that, one of the things that strikes me too is you're not saying don't look at the negative. You are saying... Of course, you acknowledge the negative, and sure. then you also look at what's positive, yeah. what's going well in your life. And I think that, that that's so healthy that it's not just 
the positive. You may have heard us talk some. I I really feel like our culture is too like every, you know, you always got to be focused on the positive. You've always got to be bright. And, and that's not reality. No. That's not reality. And and what you're describing is an to me is an acknowledgement of of pain, of distress. And then, but also I have much to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's, it's something that goes in even beyond that and pet loss grief. And that for me personally, if I start to get into this negative rut or a negative mentality, my brother a long time ago stopped me in the middle of a tailspin and said, what's good. And it totally silenced me and uh-huh. floored me for like 20 mm-hmm. minutes and let, and I had to process what he just did. Yeah. And I practice that because it really does stop you in your tracks to say, just to think, right, whatever you're going through, wait a minute, what's good? What is going well? Because it's never all bad, right? Yeah, it's never so, all bad. And also to say that you're bipolar, that you're being treated for that, it's courageous and generous. And we really yes. appreciate that. It's really sure. a nice well, thing to hear because the more that we can just talk about our state of health mental health, all dimensions of health, you know, the, the more we can break that stigma, it, it's going to help lots That's and lots good. of people. Lots and lots of people. Definitely feels risky saying it, but again, yeah. it, it's, I think, important. And it's also yeah. part of my story and my journey that yeah. I had to be really careful um, because of that yep. and how I handled my grief and sudden trauma. And I also, yep. um, I don't drink any alcohol or do any drugs. So I had to go through this just hard. I had to go through it. And I just want people to know that they can do that too. They don't have to struggle with the same things that I do, but you can go through pet loss grief or any kind of grief or trauma if you get the help you need. Yeah. That's another thing. Very good. Very nice. Really punctuating that you Mm -hmm. have accepted lots of different kinds of help. And we hear that from from a lot of people that they're benefiting from various kinds of help, yeah. whether it's therapists, whether it's online groups, groups yeah. whether it's databases where you can post rem- remembrances, mm-hmm. all of those things. And and the, and yeah, I remember you talking just talking about your mother, like talking to you every day and kind of nudging you, mm-hmm. like we need we need that when we're in the pit of grief, right? We need other people to be checking in on us and giving us some, some encouragement. It's just a great story. Yes. Yeah, you really, sorry. I, I really do need people that you can count on to yep. tell you the truth. Yep. Um, but also acknowledge that there are going to be some people that are going to say some things that aren't helpful, that are hurtful and yep. they are trying to help. Right. Yes. They mean well. They mean well. Most of them. Most of them mean well. Most of them. It's really important to have some people on your team that you can you can use not only for uh you know letting you know if you're if you're kind of getting off track or you know you're not eating or showering or going to work or that can can help be your check-in, you know, your lifeline, mm-hmm. but then also have friends that can just have dinner with you and talk to you and you don't have to talk about your pet loss with, but right. just have some sense of normalcy. Support. Right. Yeah. Support. It's really, really important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're about to wrap up. 
And we want to thank you so much, Erica, for yes, thank for, you, Eric. for being with us, for sharing yes. what you're doing, for sharing so personally what story. what's going on with you and what's behind this. We wish you great success. Yes. Thank uh, you. Continuing success. Anything that any points that you would like to to emphasize or leave with people before we close? Yeah, thank you for asking that. And thank you for having me. I think for anyone that's listening and not really sure what to do, maybe they're hearing this, you know, early on, is I really want to say, just ask yourself, what is the help that you need? Is it a book? Is it a counselor? Is it a support group? You know, find whatever you need. If it's an animal communicator, what is going to work for you? There are no wrong or right answers to that. No. But that's 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 an individual choice. Yeah. That's great. Very nice. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you, Erica. Thank you for having me.